Hello and welcome to My Consultant, where you find the latest in Canadian immigration news. We're starting this week's episode with the biggest all-program express entry draw. Next, increased support for Turkish and Syrian temporary residents, followed by an update for those on expiring post-graduation work permit. Stay with us as I briefly elaborate on how to overcome being criminally inadmissible to Canada. And Tina will share additional newcomer support for racialized women in Canada. This week's episode of My Consultant is brought to you by Scotiabank. its largest all-program express entry draw ever. On March 15, 2023, Canada conducted its seventh express entry draw of 2023. This time, invitations were sent to 7,000 candidates with minimum comprehensive ranking system, that is CRS, score of 490. This is Canada's third all-program express entry draw of this year. This is also the largest all-program express entry draw ever, beating out the previous record of 5,500 candidates invited on January 18 this year. As mentioned before in a previous episode, Canada has been prioritizing temporary and permanent resident applications, as well as refugee resettlement applications for Syrian and Turkish nationals who were impacted by the devastating earthquake that shook their homeland early last month. Now, just this week, Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Minister Sean Fraser has announced new steps to make it easier for Turkish and Syrian nationals already in Canada to extend their stay. Effective next week, on March 29, 2023, Syrian and Turkish nationals can continue to study, work or visit family by applying for an extension on their status. This is free of charge. An open work permit pathway will be made available for Turkish and Syrian nationals already in Canada. These measures will not only make it easier for Turkish and Syrian nationals who wish to extend their temporary status in Canada, but also make it easier for them to move between temporary streams. Understandably, some permanent resident applicants have lost their travel documents due to the earthquakes. To combat that, Canada is waiving the requirement to hold a passport or travel document to be approved for a permanent resident visa to come to Canada. The government also announced that it will be waiving fees for temporary passports, limited validity passports or emergency travel documents, including Canadian citizenship certificates and permanent resident travel documents for Canadian citizens and permanent residents from Turkey and Syria who wish to return to Canada. Canada is also working with UN partners in the area to provide temporary shelter for refugees in Canada's resettlement process who have been seriously impacted as they wait for their applications to be processed. Canada is also prioritizing visitor visa applications for immediate family members of Canadian citizens and Canadian permanent residents to help them reunite with their loved ones in Canada. 
Are you worried about your post-graduation work permit getting expired very soon? Do not worry. Immigration Minister Sean Fraser has recently announced that those with expiring post-graduate work permit will be able to apply for an extension as of April 6, 2023. Starting April 6, you will be able to apply for an extension on IRCC's website. After applying, you will get an email with a temporary work permit authorization, which you can also show to your employers to continue working legally in Canada. The extension will be applicable to those candidates whose post-graduation work permit is getting expired in 2023. It is also applicable to those candidates whose post-graduation work permit got expired in 2022 and they also applied for IRCC's Open Work Permit extension last year. Those whose legal status in Canada got expired will also be able to apply for this extension to restore their status. Even if their status was expired outside the 90 days grace period that IRCC provides. As welcoming as Canada is to newcomers, the country does have its limitations on who it believes is admissible. Before entering the country, a foreign national must satisfy Canada's admissibility requirements. Such requirements include passing a criminal background check and medical examinations. If you do not meet the requirements, you will be considered inadmissible to Canada, meaning you are not allowed entry into the country. Fortunately for some, Canada does have options in place that could change your status from inadmissible to admissible, depending on the crime, how long ago it was, and your track record since the crime. There are two main options to help you overcome being inadmissible to Canada. The first being through a criminal rehabilitation application and second through a temporary resident permit application. The Canadian government offers an opportunity to submit what is called a criminal rehabilitation application. This avenue would permanently clear your past criminal history, allowing you to be considered admissible for entering Canada. The criminal rehabilitation application is a one-time solution that does not require renewal. To qualify, a foreign national must have been convicted of an offense outside of Canada that, if committed within Canada, would receive a maximum prison term of less than 10 years. Five years must have passed since the end of your prison term to apply for rehabilitation. To simplify, your offense must have occurred outside of Canada, five years must have passed since the completion of all sentences, probationary periods, or fines. Once you have downloaded and filled out the application, submit the completed application along with your supporting documents to the nearest Canadian Embassy, High Commission or Consulate outside of Canada. Criminal rehabilitation applications can take over a year to process, with a processing fee of either 200 or 1000 Canadian dollars. The price depends on the severity of your crime. As you apply for your criminal rehabilitation, you are also able to apply for a temporary resident permit. Submit the applications together. If access to Canada is needed before a rehabilitation application can be processed, you are able to apply for a temporary resident permit, TRP. Please do not confuse TRP, temporary resident permits, with temporary resident visas. 
TRPs are solely temporary travel documents. A person can apply for a TRP at any point, even if it has been less than five years since their sentence. A TRP will allow you to travel to and enter Canada regardless of your inadmissibility. The lengths of these permits are completely up to the officer overseeing your application. The officer can grant up to three years or just a day. This depends on your reasoning for entering Canada. This permit can be cancelled at any point in time by an officer. The permit is no longer valid once you leave Canada, unless you have been specifically authorized to leave and re-enter. When an officer reviews your application, they will consider whether or not your need to enter Canada is justifiable against the risk you may pose to Canada and Canadian residents. You can submit your TRP application to the consulate or apply directly at the border if you are a U.S. citizen or permanent resident. The processing time is between three to six months at the consulate or a few minutes or sometimes a little bit longer at the border. The processing fee is $200. The fee will not be refunded if your permit is refused. Best of luck. Canada has a reputation as a progressive country with strong human rights legislations and a commitment to equality for all. Generally, women in Canada have all the same rights and freedoms as men. But there are some significant gaps in how women, particularly newcomer women, are represented in Canada's workforce. Statistics Canada data from 2022 shows there were over 4 million immigrant women in the labor market. Of these, 2.9 million were visible minorities, while 1.3 million were not. Overall, immigrants are responsible for almost 100% of Canada's labor force growth and 75% of Canada's population growth. Last year, IRCC reported that racialized newcomer women are overrepresented in low-wage sectors such as accommodations, food industries, or hospitality. These industries were heavily impacted by labor market losses during COVID-19. Many newcomer women start their careers in Canada in these industries and experience some of the most dramatic wage losses. Between 2019 and 2020, the median entry wage of immigrant women fell by 11.1% from $26,100 to $23,200. The Government of Canada understands the unique challenges faced by racialized newcomer women. To help address these challenges and create more opportunities for racialized newcomer women, the government has announced that the YWCA of Metro Vancouver will receive an additional support of $1.1 million over two years under the Racialized Newcomer Women Pilot to support the Tech Connect program for newcomer women. The Racialized Newcomer Women Pilot was started in 2018 to support racialized women in Canada to establish themselves by helping them finding well-paying jobs and enhancing their skills. This pilot was designed to support the labor market access and advancement of racialized newcomer women through work placements, mentorships 
and women only employment counseling by extending funds to programs like tech connect canada remains dedicated towards empowering racialized newcomer women by helping them progress in their careers that's all for today thank you so much for joining us this week if you are looking for more information about canada immigration then please subscribe to our my consultant youtube channel for more information on the topics covered today you can also visit our website myconsultant.ca where you can find an authorized immigration and citizenship consultant i am tina batra and i'm tashina thompson and we'll see you next week Thank you.